On today's episode, we are going to take a look at three stocks that I believe are a great buy for the beginning of the year. The first stock is one of my favorites, hitting markets like artificial intelligence, gaming, infrastructure as a service. The second is an international company, one of the biggest gaming companies out right now, and has taken a recent hit. The final is a very small gaming company that has gone down over 40%. These are all companies that I purchased this week. And for each stock, I will do the following. First, we're going to take a quick overview of what they do. Then we're going to take a look at their financials. And finally, we're going to end with my overall thoughts and risk on the company. Like always, welcome back to the channel. My name is Jose Naharo, and I am a self-taught investor who's been studying the market for over six years. Before we start, let's make sure to smash that like button. It helps so much with the YouTube algorithm. And if you want to know when I buy or sell stocks on the description and on the pinned comment, you should see a link to my Discord channel, which is free to anybody that wants to join. You should also see links to my other socials as well. Also, don't forget to get your free stock on Weeple if you sign up using my link and deposit $100. And finally, if you want to learn more about becoming a better investor, make sure to check out my Patreon, which is open for new students for the first half of the month. All right, so the first company we are going to take a look at is NVIDIA, one of my favorite stocks right now. This is a tier one company for me. So right now, NVIDIA, this is ticker NVDA, for those that are not familiar. For the past year, NVIDIA has returned about 117% to investors right now sitting at $323 billion of market cap. If we take a look at its peak, I think it was 582 right to now, it's down about 10% from its all-time highs. So for those that are not familiar with NVIDIA, their main things that they do is they hit four sectors. The first sector that they hit is the gaming sectors, and this is where they use their GPUs for PC gamers. And a lot of their GPUs are used for other stuff as well. They're used for data centers, which is something that is needed for high power, high process computing, artificial intelligence. They also have use in professional visualization. This is like the workstations for for like making animations, movies, AutoCAD programs. And finally, it's the automobiles, again, with the artificial intelligence and the machine learnings to move into the autonomous vehicle segment. So these are obviously, to me, every time I talk about NVIDIA, the easiest way to say is, is the technology that's pretty much running the world right now and is pushing it to new heights. And here, NVIDIA also mentions what are some of their growth drivers. The first is gaming. We're seeing huge growth in gaming right now. And the gaming market is one that I believe will continue to grow as the years progress. Artificial intelligence, artificial uh, artificial reality, and virtual reality, and self-driving cars. Those are the four biggest markets or growth drivers for NVIDIA right now. NVIDIA is also doing pretty smart with acquisition purposes. They, in this past year of 2020, they ended up buying Mellanox, and right now they are in the process. Uh, I think it has been approved, it has been announced already that they are purchasing ARM, another another one that's gonna continue to grow. They're, they're very aggressive right now in acquisitions. They're very aggressive in the markets they're hitting. All right, so next what I want to take a look is at some technicals. I am more of a long-term investor. So technicals is something I take a small look at, but nonetheless is something I do look at. So the first thing I'm looking at is this current stock price. Is it overextended from its moving averages? And we can see, no, the 
current price is actually sitting at its moving averages. And I'm, I'm very, very happy to see this is one of the main reasons I believe it's a great time to continue to add on to NVIDIA. Since August of 2020, so since early August, so for the past six months, uh, six, five months, I want to say NVIDIA, even though it's been moving, it's been pretty volatile, it hasn't really moved much in stock price. And we can see right now it's just building up volume by these graphs right here. It's building up volume in this area. So I'm saying it's kind of consolidating, building up a nice base for a future like up in the upcoming years. In the next four or five years, I think NVIDIA will be one of my biggest winners. If we take a look at future growth for NVIDIA, they are expected to grow dramatically. 14.6% revenue growth for the next three to five years on average. Their earnings are also expected to grow pretty strong. If we take a look right now, they are profitable, which is great news. They have positive free cash flow and they have positive cash flow from operations as well as strong revenue growth. And if we take a look at their balance sheet, it is pretty strong in my opinion. Right now, they have about $10 billion in cash and they have about $7 billion in debt. But I was actually looking at their 10K, uh, at their previous 10K report uh, or 10Q report, the previous 10Q report, and over half of that debt is not due till past 2040. So that's almost 20 years from now that most of this debt is due and most of this they even have a debt that's due till 2060 so that's 40 years from now so this debt is almost nothing and it's low below four percent interest rates so right now nvidia's hey let's grab money right now it's pretty much free money for us let's build up our cash position let's continue to build up this debt to make more heavy acquisitions i am very very bullish in nvidia right now so my thoughts on nvidia this is one that is like i mentioned a tier one stock for me very very bullish and one that i'm going to continue to add on maybe not every week but at least a few times every other month or so to continue to build up a position nvidia to me the biggest risk right now is most i mean it's gone up 117 percent in the past year that's pretty overextended to its 200 moving day average so we might see a pullback there but regardless for me as a long term i don't see too much red flags for nvidia financials are strong earnings are strong balance sheets are strong cash flow from operations strong the the how hard the management is doing to acquire more companies and still be a leader in this market is still looking strong so for me nvidia will still remain a tier one stock for me for 2021 so now the second company we are gonna take a look at is tencent this is one of the biggest gaming companies out there so for those that don't know tencent ticker is t-c-e-h-y you can trade it over the counter this is a chinese company and because it is a chinese company it has taken a bit of a beating it took actually a heavy beating in or in the late december from its all-time highs it was down almost 16 percent that is impressive that is insane i mean i mean i wish i would have picked up at those levels but no i ended up picking up recently year um for the past year tencent has received 44.13 percent gain and right now i believe it has a market cap let's take and right now it has a market cap of about 700 billion dollars uh, I do believe this probably might be my next trillion dollar company in the making. NVIDIA, I do believe, is another one that's going to go there. So Tencent, like I mentioned, sitting right now at 70, uh, about $72 and at all-time highs of about $80 on um, November 5th. 
So let's take a quick look at the revenue breakdown for Tencent. So Tencent, they owned a lot of different markets and it could pretty much be broken down into four markets. Social networks, which makes up about 23% of their revenue. Online games, which makes up about 33% of their revenue. Fintech and business services, which make up 26% of their game. And online advertising, which makes up 17% of the game uh, uh, of their revenue. So we can see they are they are they also have Tencent Cloud, a market I'm very bullish on. They are in the games, in the advertisement, and the fintech business. The social networks might might not be too much for me, but in there they have like music networks, they have like your social platforms like WeChat and all that. And they also have, I believe, some form of educational platforms there. So overall, the market they're doing is, is super amazing. And to me, the biggest reason for going in there is because they are one of the biggest gaming companies. They own companies like Riot Games, which own huge games like League of Legends. They own Epic Games, who has um, who has Fortnite and who has the Epic, um, the Unreal Engine, which is a competitor to Unity. They own about 30% of C. They own Supercell, which is another gaming company that is um, that has a lot of mobile gaming. They own Tencent Music. Huya, Doju, they own they own portions of they uh, of JD. Um, so they own a lot of big companies in China and even a lot of big companies here in the United States. All right, so now let's take a look at some technicals. First, we're looking: is it overextended? We can see right now. No, the stock price is not overextended. It is sitting next to its moving averages. We can see at one point in December twenty eighth, it almost hit its two hundred moving average. That was a great opportunity, if I may say so. And I missed it. Actually, I did not miss it. I put money to work every Thursday. So obviously, if it wasn't a Thursday, I did not get able to to enter at those prices. But we can see it's not overextended. And another thing, very similar to NVIDIA, Tencent, since June of 2020, has pretty much not moved that much. We can see it's been pretty volatile, up and down. But it's pretty much sitting at that stock price of high 60s mid 70s for the past six seven months so i believe right now people are are focusing on other companies they're focusing on um electric vehicles they're focusing on on, on marijuana they're focusing on other markets that seem on, on a lot of spec deals right now and i'm not saying those are bad deals i'm also focusing on some of them but sometimes i do believe it's great to look at the places where many people are not looking at we can see there's plenty of volume being built up in this levels right here so again great time for me to enter to continue to add on into tencent so if we take a look at their future growth Tencent right now is expected to grow 18.9% on average for the next three to five years. Again, super growth. Anything growing over 15%, I believe, is a strong growth company. They're also expecting to grow their earnings at fast levels. We can see right now they are profitable. They do have positive cash flow from operations and their revenue just continue to go up. If we take a look at their balance sheet, it's also pretty strong. They have a nice amount of cash, about 234 Chinese yuan. Uh, in cash and they have about 259 billion in debt so right now they have way more debt than cash but remember they are profitable remember they have cash flow from operations and um, they have positive earnings so it's okay to kind of overlook that so to me what are my biggest risks for Tencent to me 
the major risk right now is that it is an international company. It is a company in China. We're seeing a lot of um, the Chinese government going against some of their companies like Alibaba. I do believe they're also going after Tencent for monopoly issues. Another reason is the huge tensions between the United States and China right now that kind of creates risk for investors. Um, so that's why I believe if one invests in international companies to always only limit your portfolio size into the other countries to make sure you don't get burned when things go bad. Outside of that, the gaming comp the games that they have and the companies they have invested on, I believe are super smart. I'm very bullish in Huya, very bullish in Doji, very bullish in C, in Epic Games, in Riot Games, and, and all those other games that they have right now. The final company we are going to take a look at is another gaming company, but this one is is only a gaming company. It doesn't have any other markets, and this is CD Projekt. Right now, you can trade it over the counter as ticker OTGLY, and we can see for the past year, this company, it is down um, about 41% from its all-time highs, and for the year, for the past year, it is down about 9%. So this is, I believe, a Polish company. Yes, a Polish company right now. And they are known for two big games. And they have a market cap of about $7 billion right now. For those that are not familiar with CD Projekt Red, they own two major game IPs. The first one is going to be the Witcher series, which many have seen from the gamings, or in the Netflix series that has done amazing. The second is Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, unfortunately, has made bad news and bad PR the past few weeks just because this is a brand new game, but it came out with a nice amount of bugs that some might say is unplayable. To me, I do believe this over has overspooked investors a lot, obviously making the stock price drop 40%. And I've been talking to other gamers. I've been talking. I've been watching YouTube videos. I've been following on Twitch. I've been following Google Trends. It seems overall people are still happy with the game. The gamers I'm, I'm, I'm seeing are the gamers I've talked to are still enjoying the game. Some of them are doing a second run through. The comments I'm seeing on Twitter and Google Trends, not many are looking for refunds. And the overall game has done amazing. It, it, even though it just came out on December 10th, it became one of the best uh, of the most played games of 2020. It had one of the most concurrent players at one time. And it is also a game that has sold the most for 2020. Again, a game that only came out in December beat other games that came out earlier this year. So to me, this is a great buying opportunity for um, CD Projekt Red. So right now, if we take a look at their charts, the first thing we're looking at is, are you overextended? And obviously with that stock price, the price is overextended, but on the bottom side. So with that rubber band effect, I'm hoping to see a pullback right up. But again, I'm a long-term investor, so I'm holding CD Projekt Red for the next few years, unless I find better opportunities. But I do believe right now, this is a great time to buy for such a with a company with strong IP and such low market cap valuation. So another thing, are, do we have strong volume? I do believe there is a nice amount of volume. We can see here the volume levels at this stock price is pretty strong. So it is building. A, it has been a nice strong base level support level for for CD Projekt Red. If we take a look at their future growth, their future growth does not seem that exciting. It's about 2.6% on average for the next three or five years. 
So many people might be like, "Jose, why are you investing in this company that's growing so slow?" Again, this is a very small gaming company. They're not releasing games every month, every year. So what ends up happening is they release one big game, and that one big game does amazing in the first few quarters. Eventually, things start to people obviously start to purchase the game less because it's older and or everybody has it already. So revenues decline. So gaming forecast revenue forecast for gaming companies tend to be pretty low for that example and i do believe with this market cap valuation i could see companies like microsoft who has been buying a lot of small independent game um, game studios for about similar price i know they just bought um Bethesda, i believe the creators of elder elder scrolls for about seven billion dollars so this can actually be in that in the eyes for some of these bigger gaming companies if we take a look at their balance sheet, very strong. They have no debt at all, and that to me is amazing. And they have plenty of cash at hand as well. The final thing I want to take a look at about CD Projekt Red is the individual insiders. Individual insiders still own 31% of the business. The general public owns 45 and institutions only own 23.2%. So institutions are still not heavy in the company once they start once they start entering this is going to definitely drive this this is probably going to drive the stock price up so again that's very bullish for me 40 percent, i think is an overreaction and i do believe this is probably going to be a great buy for me for the next two three years to come to me the biggest risk with ctr is a lot of headlines are still going to be coming out about this game about this company and might continue to make this stock a bit volatile for the upcoming days the upcoming weeks maybe even the upcoming months um with a lot some people taking refunds until all the headlines is done i do believe it might just be very volatile but from there on i do believe this is going to be a great buy so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode let me know what you guys thought make sure to hit the thumbs up make sure to subscribe take care guys have a good night and see you next time